Um, have you ever <laughs> have you ever watched Mr. Bean's Holiday? Um, I've seen. I've seen a lot of the Mr. Beans. How many are there? I've seen. I, don't know. I know I've seen more than one, but okay. it's I can't. It's the dude who plays Johnny English. Yeah. But except for in Mr. Bean, he just doesn't talk. Right. He just makes noises <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Well, there's this one scene. So, like as I was clearing my throat, it reminded me of it. He's on a train and he's trying to make this little kid laugh, and he's trying to get his attention. So he just like. <clears throat> <laughs> And makes this weird face, and it's it's a core memory. Oh yeah, I uh, I just immediately thought of the. It's funny, I jumped to another movie, but yeah, have you seen Johnny English? Yeah, it's when he's favorites. like, "Sir, you are entering one of the most secure facilities <laughs> yeah. in all of England," and then it just explosion yes. in the back. <laughs> His facial expression is the best. It's oh, amazing. Ah, what is up, Eva? Thank you for joining me in the studio. This for episode sure. five. Isn't we have that wild? an episode for every finger on my hand. That's pretty cool. Uh, what, what is up, guys? This is your <laughs> friends, Justin and Eva. This is episode five. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about shame and vulnerability. Eva, are you ready? Yes. Yes, that's a good answer. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> Thank you. I, that's a terrible insult. I have a big head and little arms. I'm just not sure how well this plan was thought out. <clears throat> All right. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> or good evening. Or good evening. Uh, or good night. Or good morning. Well, good afternoon, good evening, or good night is what I was going for. Yeah. The, the old the old Jim Carrey reference. A lot of movie references today. I'm kind of just kind of liking this, you know? <laughs> uh, today's episode is is a big one and a and a really important one that I'm really excited about. And I know I say I'm excited about all of them, <laughs> but we already said this, but today we are talking about shame and vulnerability. This is actually a topic that's been on Eva's heart for a long time, uh, but it's a topic that comes up often. I think mm-hmm. shame and vulnerability really go hand in hand, and so it's it's important to pull them together, and we kind of just ended up pulling them together out of uh, just conversations we were mm-hmm. having. They just fit, because if you're struggling and you're living in shame, you're going to hide, and you're mm-hmm. not going to be very vulnerable. Uh, but a lot of times when you are vulnerable, you struggle <laughs> feeling shame for the things that you share or the things that come up with, uh, whether it's who you are, a, a sin you struggled with in the past or something you're currently struggling with. Um, and, you know, I say like <laughs> feeling shame uh, is not completely wrong, but it is misguided. So mm-hmm. feeling shame would basically, I guess I, I would define it as feeling so imperfect, uh, inadequate, mm-hmm. um, flawed, and therefore not good enough, mm-hmm. not lovable, not accepted. And half of that is correct, and half of that is misguided. So mm-hmm. it can be very humbling, and I'm all for being humble. Uh, I'm all for understanding, yeah, you are imperfect. 
Yeah, you are flawed. Yes and amen. <laughs> we are not good enough on our own. But that is where it stops. We don't finish that with we are unlovable. We don't finish that with we are not accepted. We finish that with but we have been purchased by a price mm -hmm. by Jesus's death on the cross and we are now redeemed and are being sanctified as his sons and as his daughters. We mm -hmm. are loved. We are accepted. And mm -hmm. that's the gospel. And so that's yeah. that's something we really <laughs> want to talk about. And living in that, living in that recognition, we should feel comfortable being vulnerable, mm -hmm. especially in Christian community. Um, so this is a big topic. I love this. I'm all for this. I'm excited. We are... Basically, just going to start it off uh, reflecting as we always do. Mm -hmm. Eva, in your time at Moody, have you struggled with shame or vulnerability? Yes, to both. <laughs> check those boxes. <laughs> check, check. You want a sticker? Sure. Yeah, a do little I smiley get, like, face a gold sticker. Star? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Yeah. I'll put it on my wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll send a picture to my mom so she can be proud of me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm deflecting. So you can feel accepted? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so do you have like a follow-up question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Done. Podcast over. Um, yes, no, I have a follow-up question. So... Struggling with shame, struggling mm -hmm. with vulnerability. What does that feel like? Uh, and how has that been? Like, take yeah. me inside the life of Eva. Yeah. Well, I mean, feeling shameful is very isolating. Um, it it induces this need or this desire to hide. And so when you're, you hide, you're isolated, you're not known, um, which then means that you're not cared for like you're not seen you're not able to care for other people um and so feeling shameful for me in my experience has often just felt very isolated and lonely um and vulnerability like stepping out into vulnerability that has always felt like a risk mm -hmm. um and we'll talk more about that later but just something that causes anxiety that you never sure how people are going to respond mm -hmm. um and then you know you have like those inner workings in your own mind or like how do i feel about myself in regards to this reality whether it pertains to something i've done or something that's been done to me or something that i've just experienced in general um it's just a risk it's just an all-around yeah risk it's a risk it's an unknown yes. uh <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah gosh uh, i don't like unknowns and i mm -hmm. don't like risks i uh if you'd ask me you know personally i i wouldn't say i struggle with shame at least um that i'm currently aware of mm -hmm. uh i love being vulnerable but you know you got to be selective with who you're vulnerable mm -hmm. to um, what has happened to me a lot during my time at Moody is somebody will share something with me and then they'll tell me like, I'm always scared to share that with somebody mm -hmm. because typically they either start treating me differently after that 
or I feel judged mm-hmm. or they start avoiding me after that. Um, and that's not at all how we, <laughs> we ought to behave uh, as Christians. I, a lot of times, you know, I won't be able to relate mm-hmm. uh, to someone's either pain or something someone's struggling with. So I don't exactly know how to handle it. But that's, sure. the, that's the beauty of community is like now you are a part of this circle of mine and I have all of these different people who have struggled with different things, who have been through different things and Mm -hmm. experienced different things. And we are stronger for it, we're better for it, and we are more capable of serving others Mm -hmm. because I can't relate to that thing, but guess what, he can Mm -hmm. or she can, and they know a little bit about what that's Mm -hmm. like. Uh, And that's the strength in community. So I always appreciate different cultures, different backgrounds, different upbringings, different family dynamics, uh, because it makes me better. Mm -hmm. It makes me a a stronger Christian, a more loving Christian, a more patient Christian Mm -hmm. uh, through conversations and just doing life with those people. I can better understand uh, the world and the people around me. Yeah. Yeah. How, so you mentioned risk and unknown, Mm -hmm. right? You really hit it on the head because that's, I mean, that's what vulnerability is. You're, mm-hmm. you're opening up, you're making yourself vulnerable. Uh, you know, vulnerability comes from a Latin word that means to wound, mm-hmm. right? So it, <laughs> it is making yourself able to be hurt. Yeah. So how has that been for you <laughs> at Moody? As someone who... You know, I think both of us, sometimes we are exhausted. Sometimes we do hide away Mm -hmm. to recharge. Um, How has that been in your relationships and your your studies and your grades that you receive? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... So sometimes it's hard because I am more of an introvert. So I do need that alone time to recharge, like you said. And so... Sometimes it's hard to differentiate, like, when is this just my personality where I need to be alone? And when is this me trying to avoid being known? Um, And I guess with that, like, throughout my experience at Moody, it just fluctuates. Um, And it has really taken time for me to get to know people and realize who is trustworthy, um, who has been there with me and who have I been able to be with so like there's that mutual rapport and there's that mutual Mm -hmm. trust um and so over the years like the more time I've spent at Moody and the deeper my community has gotten the easier it has been to be vulnerable um but you know we've talked about this in previous episodes like in the Christian context it can be really hard for me still, like associating struggling or suffering with sin. Like, am I doing something wrong by feeling this emotion? Right. Um, Am I doing something wrong by needing space or by needing to cry or, you know, by needing time to process or feeling anxious? Um, And so I think that's been... The biggest thing for me at Moody is just being surrounded by peers who, on the surface, look like they're thriving. Like, yeah. You know, you've got the straight-A students who are, you know, A-plus theologians. You've got the athletes. You've got the people working three jobs and still smiling, like the comedian. And, you know, 
all the people in relationships and getting engaged, you know, on the surface, people look like they're doing great. And so when that's all you see, it, you know, you compare yourself and you know, like everything you're wrestling with and you know, your anxieties and your pain and your sadness or your insecurities. And so it can feel like you are falling short. Um, and I'm saying you, but I'm really talking about myself. Right. Um, and so I think at Moody, that's just been my struggle. Um, and I, I hope I'm saying this in a way that is somewhat cohesive, but, um, yeah, that shame is very much integrated with comparison and it is hard to be vulnerable when you, when you don't know people. Yeah. Um, and when other people aren't vulnerable with you either. Yeah. So. No, I, I love that you said that. I wasn't even expecting you to go there, but it, it really ties in. It, comparison, shame, and vulnerability. Like you talked about in episode one coming here and um, feeling like everybody was perfect or mm-hmm. like you had to be perfect. And it's it's in relationship with those people that you recognize, oh, mm-hmm. they're not perfect. Oh, they have bad yeah. days too. Yeah. Oh, not everything is just sun, sun I can't even say sunshine. <laughs> sunshine and rainbows uh-huh. 24-7 with them. Um, but that's a big part of it. So you, you isolate yourself because you're exhausted and mm-hmm. you feel like you're not perfect like everybody else. Like maybe you'd be a downer or a damper mm-hmm. on their perfect life, right. but then you don't know them. So then just looking from this outer, almost like just watching their Instagram, mm-hmm. they look perfect. You'll never be that perfect. And then you're in this place of like, wow, almost shame where you're like, yep. why am I feeling this way? Am I doing something wrong? Mm-hmm. Like everybody else is happy. Everybody else is doing so well. And I'm tired. Yeah. And finals (laughs) is coming up and I have one job and it's exhausting or I only have 12 credit hours and it's tiring. Here's a Mm -hmm. guy who's got, I said, here's a guy again. And uh, you might be looking at a fellow student who's doing 18 credit hours and they're working and they're Mm -hmm. tackling a relationship and they're just taking on the world and... um. And you compare yourself to them mm-hmm. um, and you just almost feel crippled, yeah. um, like you'll never measure up. Mm-hmm. But that's how you get stuck is yeah. when you respond to that by hiding and running. And, you know, it, it. you talk about introverts, extroverts, different ways of sort of living in social circles and there are some students who you know go to class Mm -hmm. go do their homework go to work call it a day Mm -hmm. that's great i love that if that works for you amazing this Mm -hmm. this is a school this is an institute but if you hid during your four years here um and we're not known and we're not seen um i truly think you'd be missing out on a beautiful community that is here and a beautiful opportunity to build relationships and learn from those people because these people aren't perfect Mm -hmm. (laughs) these people might not look tired but they are tired um and uh awful lot of them would would love to be your friend as cheesy as that sounds (laughs) (laughs) it is true though yeah but you know, so we, we put all this together and you mentioned earlier, this kind of ties into everything that we've said, but like finding the right people, mm-hmm. right? You said you had to kind of, it took time. Yeah. 
So, well, don't rush it, obviously. But yeah, so the the first thing, really, finding the right people. When I'm encouraging someone to be vulnerable, when I'm Mm -hmm. encouraging someone to expose themselves and be seen, I cannot tell them to just go do that to anyone Mm -hmm. and everyone. Yeah. That's not how it works. You know, you spend time with people. You build a relationship. Over time, someone's just going to be, let's dumb it down to the most lighthearted example. One of your friends is going to be tired and it's, Mm -hmm. well, do they admit that they're tired or do they not? And they could do either one. But when they admit that they're tired, you ever done that where you're like, oh, gosh, so am I. Like, Mm -hmm. I could totally go for a nap. Look at that. You're bonding. You both want a nap. (laughs) Would you You look at that? (laughs) (laughs) You both like naps. And it's it's taking that step within the context of that friendship Mm -hmm. of, hey, I'm going to level with you. I'm struggling right now. Or, hey, you know, actually, I used to struggle with this. And it it's a risk mm-hmm. and it's being vulnerable. But it's opening the door. It is opening an opportunity for them to say, hey, me too. Like, yeah. I see that. I struggle with that. Uh, and gosh, to to sit and hide in your room and to never expose yourself to anyone to never trust anyone would rob you of Mm -hmm. that experience that is one of the greatest things uh christian community has to Mm -hmm. offer is people who can see you love you relate to you um and if nothing more than to say hey me too Mm -hmm. like i know a little bit about what that feels like um but you gotta find the right people Mm -hmm. to do that with um Secondly, Eva, you mm-hmm. know, vulnerability is a risk. Yeah. We have to understand that it is a risk. Um, this is not scripted, but have you ever have you ever shared something with someone, been vulnerable and had it tank? Mm-hmm. Had it go the wrong way where you're like, yeah. Well, not not going that way with that person yeah. again. Do you mind sharing a little bit or sure. is there an, uh, an example that comes to mind? <laughs> I remember It was really early on in this friendship where I had shared with her like about my struggles with mental illness Mm -hmm. and it was a down day. Like I was not doing well that day. And so I was expressing that to her and it was kind it was received with kind of the typical, well, in my experience, a typical Christian response growing up. Like I'll pray for you "Mm -hmm." (laughs) or you need to pray. Yeah. You need to pray. Or... Have you ever thought about praying more? <laughs> <laughs> Have you read the Psalms lately? <laughs> Which I'm not not bashing the Psalms. They've been very helpful. But in that moment, that was not helpful. And that was not what I needed. And so, yeah, I mean, that was an exclusive experience with that person. Like, that hadn't happened again. Um, but... Yeah, was definitely received with some, you know, a little, little bit of condemnation. Yeah, you know, a little bit like a little bit. Mm, bit. (laughs) In that moment, I remember myself like physically curling up and moving back. Like Mm -hmm. I felt myself close off from this 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 friend of mine because I was like, first of all, you don't understand. Second of all, you're judging me. And this wasn't a safe place for me to share with you that I'm struggling. Um, and so I felt like I was doing something wrong yeah. um, by feeling what I was feeling. And so definitely felt that in more than one instance. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I think a lot of people have. That's why mm-hmm. I think it's great that you share um, 
gosh. And that, that's that's the risk you take. Mm-hmm. You expose yourself, open yourself up, and then immediately you just feel judged mm-hmm. and misunderstood, unseen, unloved, not accepted, mm-hmm. dare I say, rejected. Um, and that makes it all the more harder to share that with someone else mm-hmm. and to try again to get back up dust it off and be like okay maybe i won't share that part of me with people anymore mm-hmm. because people tend to treat me differently when right. i do yeah um and maybe next time it takes a little bit longer and that's not always a bad thing mm-hmm. a, a little bit longer of a relationship of a friendship with someone before you share that um but i remember cameras out he said this first semester um, and I thought it was so true, but he said, we save all of these things mm-hmm. inside these stories, these, these pains that have shaped us and molded us and we save them. And we have this idea of our, in our head of we're going to find that, that girl or that guy, that relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I'm going to dump all this stuff on that mm-hmm. person and they're going to save me from it. They're going to see me. They're going to understand mm-hmm. me. They're going to love me. They're going to accept me. Uh, and we just harbor it in and we wait mm-hmm. for that boyfriend or that girlfriend. Um, and he said, like, no, 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 we like we shouldn't be waiting. We mm-hmm. have brothers and sisters in Christ. We should be sharing that with our community, with our closest friends. Absolutely. We should be seen and loved by them yeah. and not by a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, yeah, you're going to be vulnerable in a relationship, but you don't have to wait for a husband or a wife to be seen, loved and accepted because ultimately you already are mm-hmm. by Jesus Christ. Um so whether or not uh, you feel that uh, in your community is another thing. But that's a little relationship tangent yeah. we don't need to go into. But point being, you don't have to wait to be seen, to feel seen, uh, mm-hmm. and to feel loved uh, in your community. And that comes with vulnerability, and that comes with a risk. Yeah. And uh, finding the right people under, yeah, uh, <laughs> understanding that it's a risk and uh, recognizing that in the either outcome, recognizing that in either outcome, whether you are accepted or rejected by your peers, mm-hmm. that above all else, above their opinion of you, you are accepted and your identity is rooted in Christ mm-hmm. and not in your Christian friends, not in your Christian relationship, mm-hmm. not in your service role in your church, not in the things that you do or the things that you are or the things that you can be or could be, but in the work that has already been done on the cross. Amen. And it is recognizing that, recognizing that, casting shame aside and understanding that you are loved and accepted by Christ that then frees you up to be vulnerable with the right friends, Mm -hmm. uh, with the deep relationships you have forged over time. We didn't touch on that a lot, but the time Mm -hmm. it takes is a very important role. Yeah. Yeah, so have you seen Mr. Bean's Holiday? feel like we kind of lost track of the movie references there i'm trying to bring um, them back in you know yeah 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 and i mean essentially i think what we're getting at is well the goal of this episode is to encourage you to live into your identity in christ yeah 
where you are loved, you are chosen by God, you are redeemed, you are justified, you're in that process of sanctification. And part of being a son and daughter of God is being seen and being very known and also loved. And so the goal <laughs> is that you would live into that. Yeah. That you would be able to walk in freedom and live into what he has done for you and who he has called you to be. Yeah. So. And I mean and that's the gospel. And yeah. that, that's the beauty of that. We are we are called to live out the gospel in community mm -hmm. not feeling shame but yeah. being vulnerable with our church families mm -hmm. our christian brothers and sisters in christ um who build you up who remind you of those things mm -hmm. um yeah. and even like you know this just came to my mind like even when you think of your relationship with god you know sometimes we don't bring things to him in prayer because we think it's small or we think it's ridiculous or that he won't care but in reality he already knows what's going on in your heart he already knows the sins that you have committed every single thought you have thought and so there is so much freedom to come before him and not only receive forgiveness but also love because it is unconditional and it is unchanging and he's not going to stop loving you like it is a final decision that he has made to choose you and so when you consider that in the christian context in your community even though we are all broken people and we're, we will never be able to live that out perfectly sometimes you have to be the one that exemplifies living in that freedom and being boldly yourself yeah amongst your peers and the people that are trustworthy yeah and so. maybe starting <laughs> maybe a starting point for being vulnerable with others is being vulnerable with christ mm -hmm. uh in your prayer life and bringing things to him first um and once you begin to understand that he's got those things he mm -hmm. knows those things uh then you start to share it with others mm -hmm. yeah so i mean that that that's the whole point of this episode during yeah. your time at moody i don't want you to miss out on the community of brothers and sisters who are seeking Christ like you, who might have talents that you don't, who might some days look a lot happier than you do, mm -hmm. but whether you realize it or not, uh, are really a lot more like you than you think. And I don't want you to miss that. I don't want you to miss out on that. I don't want you to miss out on being seen and loved uh, in a Christian community that you will not have. Uh, mm -hmm. when you leave Moody. That's uh, that's a community I will miss uh, for sure. Um, so uh, find find the right people, man. Find, find the right friends. Mm -hmm. uh, be vulnerable with them. Understand that it's a risk. And when it doesn't go well, uh, it, it is a lesson uh, and it is a character building experience mm -hmm. uh, that might make it a little tougher to try again. But, uh, you know, that's life. You get back up and you yeah. try again. Uh, it makes you appreciate the days that it does work and the, the relationships that do understand and do get it and do say, mm -hmm. hey, me too. I can carry that with you yeah. and we can walk together. Uh, it, it makes it all the more worth it. It makes you appreciate it more. And lastly, that uh, above all else, above any mm -hmm. moody community or brothers and sisters in Christ, that you are always seen and accepted uh, by a God who sent his son to pay the price yeah. uh, that you may have relationship with him. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's the gospel. Yep. <laughs> yes and amen. Uh, 
<laughs> Eva, do you have anything else that you want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, for whoever is listening, even if I don't know you personally, like, we love you. And, you know, this podcast is meant to encourage you. And we're we're here for you guys. And, you know, if you see us around campus, I'm including Justin in this, whether he knows it or not. But, like, if you need a friend... Like, we're literally inviting you into our friendship. And so we want to be here for you guys. We care for you. We know life is hard. But yeah, that's all I have. Yeah, we we are both introverted, but we... Yes, (laughs) but also... It doesn't mean we don't like people. (laughs) Does it? Why do people always think that introverts don't like people? I still like people. Well, maybe it's the look on their face. You know? Are you saying something? No. no. (laughs) I didn't go all the way there. I didn't go there. I was. I was just. I was just. I was just raising a a possible Uh, 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 explanation. Just watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. (laughs) I would be really careful about what you say. Yes. No. We love you guys. We're always around campus, at least for one more year. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll be around. Yeah. Come, <laughs> come I say totally hi. just forced Justin come to say this. Yeah. Listen, I. You're welcome. Didn't... <laughs> yes, I, I second everything uh, dear Eva has said. Uh, <laughs> we will end there. This has been your friends, Justin and Eva, episode five. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you feel seen. I hope you feel loved. I hope you're surrounded by a community who appreciates you. Uh, this has been episode five. Y'all have a lovely day. Bye. Bye. <laughs> should I say it? I feel like that's yeah. your thing. I don't I know. Mean, it I, is my thing. Yeah, I should, thing. I should so, just let you have it. I yeah. should just, the look it's on just, your face was telling me Justin, that okay. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs>